this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. Comic Book Noise. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com and it's part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's D E R E K, at comicbooknoise.com, or you can call the audio comment line at 734. Uh, <laughs> okay. I actually had to look it up. 734-331-0772. You know, I've only had that number for 15 years. And I still have trouble remembering it. Anyway, um, if you would like to uh, help support the show, you can... um, You can... You can go to comicbooknoise.com over on the uh, left-hand side no right hand side of the screen you'll find links to um so money through paypal off minutes or to the patreon page where you can be a patron like these fine people um i'd like to say thank you to dave slusher of the evil genius chronicles bruce rosenberger vicious smith rick james johnson ed moore jr ken kennedy chris dave levine uh, Frankie de Jesus and Sean Crump. I'd like to thank all of you um, for being patrons, uh, for keeping the show uh, going. I, I, I really appreciate it, guys. All right. Um, on the last episode in the feed, which was not comic book noise, I asked for questions. Um, and I got a couple. Well, more than a couple. I got, uh, well, anyway. First off, from uh, L.A. Rabbit, uh, Andrew from Indie Comic Book Noise and uh, Marvel Noise. He asks, um, I know a bunch of experienced comic book readers that don't read new stuff, only the old. I try to balance both. What balance works for you? And do you see a time where you just read old books? Um, My balance is this. I read... Um, how do I put this? I still get uh, a pull list from um, uh, DCBS, but I don't really follow a whole bunch of of, uh, comic book news um, for uh, reasons I'll get to a little bit later in this episode. Um, So... I don't really follow what the new um, upcoming things are. So there are some titles that I get and I will continue to get until, you know, the book gets canceled. Like um, uh, Aquaman. You know, I've been on Aquaman since uh, well, issue one of this particular iteration of the character. But um, ever since... Oof. What was it called? The Legend of the Aquaman, where uh, Kurt Swan was uh, did the artwork. 
I want to say it was 84, maybe 85, something like that. Um, uh, Robert Lauren Fleming had, had been writing the book for a while, you know, and I liked his work. So, you know, I was like Aquaman. I mean, he's like the worst out of the super friends, you know, even worse than Robin. Um, but reading over the years, I've seen that Aquaman, when done right, can be a uh, a very compelling character. And Aquaman done wrong can at least be interesting. You know, it all depends on the type of effort that the character that the uh, that the creators want to put into him. You know, um, and over on the uh, Marvel side, the, I believe the only Marvel book that I'm reading right now on a regular basis is. Um, the Fantastic Four, you know, and if I still had uh, Marvel Unlimited, I'd probably, you know, read more of the old stuff, um, but that that's it, you know, I mean, I like the Fantastic Four, I've always liked the Fantastic Four, um, yeah, so I still read those new books, you know, every now and then I'll hear about something like the, uh, the Lois Lane and the um, Jimmy Olsen um, miniseries that, that just came out, and um, I've got them. I still haven't read them all because uh, I missed a couple of issues, so I'm waiting for them to show up on DC Universe before I finish reading. You know the rest of the uh, paper books that I have. Um, so that's what I do now you know every month i'll get the new books you know and i'll read the new books um if i have a question if i just have an, an urge to read an older story i'll go on uh dc universe or if um uh, I, I was about to say or i'll just go through my books but quite frankly since we moved to the new house um my books are all in storage you know so it's very difficult you know unless there's like a particular story that i have to read I know it's not on DC Universe or it's not on uh, Marvel Unlimited or I can't find it easily using other means um, then I'll just you know figure out which box there and then I'll go over to storage and pick it up you know um, there will the only time that I'll probably only read old books is if the comic industry completely implodes and there's no more DC, there is no more Marvel, um, Image and Dark Horse uh, both go out of business and uh, Dynamite loses all of their um, their licenses and... Uh, Kickstarter says that they are no longer taking orders for um for paper comic books uh, <laughs> then I'll probably stick with the old stuff you know but as long as comic books are being um printed I will probably still read the new stuff you know <laughs> anyway um now so I hope that answers your question. If not, then just realize that I ramble a lot. Uh, but I think I answered it. Um, and then there's uh, a three-part question from my good friend Peter Rios. Um, and he asks, um, 
is there anything about today's comic book culture that five to 15 years ago you didn't see coming? Yes, that's very simple, very easy. Um, and I know a lot of people, um, I, I realize, and I know that this is a very hot button issue for a lot of people, you know, on the, the verifying people on both sides, but that's uh, Comicsgate. You know, I, it, it never occurred to me even um, as little as five years ago, but definitely not 15 years ago, that uh, there would be people who could read the same comic books that I have growing up, which would talk about, um, you know, everybody working together and and uh, the story always continuing and... Um, you know, black and whites and male and females were all working together to create a better society, a better world, a better reality. And for people to weaponize that, you know, that somehow inclusion and diversity are bad things, you know, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get some shit just for saying that, because, oh, you don't understand what Comics Gate is, you know? Maybe I don't understand what Comics Gate is about from the side of the comic skaters, because I'm not one of them. But all I can tell is, uh, your PR is really bad, okay? Um, and for a while there, a lot of you guys were basically drawing a line in the sand, saying either you're with us or against us. And since I don't agree with you, I guess I'm against you. You know, I have a uh, somebody who used to be a really good friend of mine who uh, turns out as a comic skate guy. You know, and it's like, okay, that's one one of the reasons why I don't fuck with that guy now. Anyway, you know, um, yeah, fuck it, I don't want to talk about. It. But yeah, but that's one thing that I did not see coming, and I find it really uh, disappointing. You know, um, I always thought that uh, us comic book fans were in it together. You know, I didn't know that there were certain boxes that we had to tick um, in order to be accepted. You know, Um, when I grew up, I went to. I went to a lot of schools when I was growing up. Um, my schools <laughs> were either mostly black, I mean like like 95% black, or they were mostly white, and I mean like 95% white, you know. Um, so I've been the only black guy in the room more times than I can remember. Um, but the one thing that I was always able to find was the group that read comic books. Because you could always tell us, because tell who we are, because not only did we have our, uh, I don't know, were we sitting in the, in the lunchroom, you know, with our back against the wall, with a big textbook in front of us <laughs> in a way that nobody would actually read it, you know, um, because behind it was a, it was a comic book. 
Um, but we were also the guys who were always drawing instead of paying attention. Um, but we always found each other, you know, no matter where we'd always find each other. Um, didn't matter how outgoing or introverted we are, we would, that was it, you know? Um, and it, it didn't matter, you know? I mean, one thing you have to remember is I've told the the story of uh, Comics Kingdom where they would just put all the comic books together. So I didn't even realize that there was such a thing as a big two, you know, because, you know, you saw DC and Marvel next to um, uh, uh, first comics and and, uh, Harvey comics and stuff like that. And Archie's, I mean, they were all together. Um, And that little thing there, that was, you know, that was the inclusion. That was the diversity. Everybody was together. All the comic books were together. All the people were together. And now they're not, you know. And maybe it has something to do with the the political polarization um, outside of the comic book world as well. But, uh, yeah, I didn't see it coming. And, you know, and I find it sad. Uh, and to counter that, is there anything about today's comic book culture that you're surprised we're still talking about 15 years later? And by the way, it is exactly 15 years later. Today uh, is the 15-year anniversary of the Deliberate Noise Network. So I said, hey, might as well do a podcast. Huh? Um, the one thing that I still kind of find... Um, odd are uh, people who want to be gatekeepers. You know, there's still people who think that that um, others have to prove their bona fides, you know, their bona fides. Uh, You know, that girls have to prove, you know, that they know the characters of the t-shirts that they're wearing, right? Or, um, or when somebody brings up, uh, you know, that, that people uh, don't know the difference between the, uh, the 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 uh, the TV or the movie characters versus the comic book characters, you know, and somehow that makes them less of a fan. And it's like, and that's not just for for comic books, you know, that's that's for everything, you know. Pop culture gatekeeping is just so fucking ridiculous, you know, because like I said, I. I remember when you know we were, um, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, to put it this way, we were all closeted, you know. But yeah, um, I don't know why somebody would tell somebody else that they're not a real fan. It's just, you know, yeah, okay. Anyway, and if I want something easy, and of course this is not the easiest one, but if the <laughs> Berlanti CW universe of characters had to battle the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who would win? Okay, now this is actually not the easiest one. This one I actually put a whole lot of thought in, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the cop out way. <laughs> You know, and I'm just going to say it depends on who's writing it. Uh, you know, if it's Greg Berlanti, then, of course, uh, the TV characters are going to win. And if it's uh, Kevin Feige, then the uh, then the Marvel movie people are going to win. 
just like if it's uh oh god um jed wheaton that's the guy who did jed wheaton then uh, i guess the uh the uh marvel's agents of uh shield would, would kick both of their asses um but in a in a bit of a more um more serious tone um i think that between the two um and so she said universe of characters uh, the marvel cinematic universe and when just think about those last uh all right let me just say think about the avengers assemble scene from avengers uh endgame now imagine those characters going up against the people who were in the crisis on Infinite Earths uh, TV show, right? Let's face it. <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe would would curb stomp them, you know? I mean, you can just take the Wakandan Warriors and with the exception of maybe Supergirl... Um, and you know the supers, I should say, the Kryptonians. I think the rest of them would just get pounded into paste, you know. And then, then you just bring in a couple of Asgardians to take care of the supers and Doctor Strange. No, you don't even need this the Asgardians. You can use Doctor Strange with the magic. So, boom, there you go. Anyway, um, yeah. However, I would like to see an Arrow versus uh, Captain America fight. I think that would be fun. You know? Um, I wonder who Flash would take on because Quicksilver's dead. Uh, oh, spoilers, by the way. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, it's it's fun. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Um Today has been 15 years I've been doing uh, podcasting. Um, I'd like to thank all of you who've been along for the ride. And if this is your first episode, uh, don't feel at all obligated to go back and listen to any previous episode. Just stay for the ride going forward. I appreciate it. Anyway, uh, that said, I'm done making um, a lot of noise. A lot of comic book noise. Take it easy. Oh, my God.